All right, Sunday Night Football just ended, and I have a realization myself. Yeah, okay, I like Jackson Mahomes. My header photo on Twitter is the fact that Jackson Mahomes liked a tweet of uh, liked a TikTok comment of mine. And yes, I uh, think Brittany Mahomes is hilariously cringy. Okay, I get it, right? But because of the Mahomes family and because of Kansas City fans and how they act on Twitter and on social media, I can't believe I'm about to say this. But I genuinely was watching Sunday Night Football rooting for Tom Brady. The guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the guy who's won everything and done everything and has everything? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know that guy? Yeah, yeah. No, I was rooting for him. What's wrong with me? It's a, I can't believe him. I, I can't, I, I'm, I'm disappointed in myself. Let's get into the show. All right, let's uh, let's get into the lines, okay? First off, if you're listening or watching, make sure you like and subscribe. So I'm going to pause real quick before I give you my Lions thoughts. Thank you for liking and subscribing. Thank you. I appreciate that. It took a lot out of you to go and like and subscribe. Thank you. I appreciate that. And if you've already subscribed, make sure you resubscribe. So then, like, when you see the subscribe button, unsubscribe and then resubscribe. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for doing that. I appreciate that. Okay. Lions lose 48 to 45. Let's, let's get in Lions. Um, you know, a lot of people are negative. I've been told I need to stop being negative. I'm going to be positive. I'm going to start off with the positives. Let's talk about 45 points. Jared Goff, 378 yards. Jamal Williams, two touchdowns, 108 rushing yards. Hawkinson, just absolute monster, 179 uh, pass uh, receiving yards. He looked great. Thank you for having him on all of my fantasy teams because I love TJ Hawkinson. 45 points. This offense without St. Brown, without Swift, still can produce. You bring in Kennedy. Kennedy shows up. Reynolds shows up. Williams shows up. The uh, the offense looked great. The offensive line looked great at times. It really, it's hard not to think like, hey, man, in my opinion, Jared Goff isn't a Super Bowl winning quarterback, so I think he needs he's not the future. So I think we need to cut him at the end of the year. But it's hard if you're a quarterback who's a rookie, who's going to be a rookie next year, or you're talking about a Lamar Jackson whose contract might be out at the end of the year. It's hard not to look at the lines and be like, I can win a lot of games with this type of offense if Goff can do it. So 45 points, that's amazing, amazing. But let's talk about the negatives because we lost, okay? We gave up 48 points to Geno Smith. Geno Smith. 48 at home. How is how is that possible? I just I, I, I just I just don't get it. How is that possible? I understand that we're really hurt. I get it, but like. AG, Aaron Glenn is the one of the best defensive coordinators in the game. He's an up-and-coming coach who's talked about taking the New Orleans Saints head coaching position. He's a young guy. He can, I believe that he can be one of the best defensive coordinators in the league. And we just got killed. How is that possible? Oh, well, Jared Goff gave him six points. 
I don't care. You gave up 42 points. Sorry, you gave up 42 points to Geno Smith. Unreal. That is embarrassing, especially to do it at home. If you're doing it at home, oh my God. Lord Almighty, man. Just sucks. It just, it sucks when, it sucks when it feels like you just give them the win. That's when it really sucks. Pick six, defense wasn't really executing all game. Uh, what is it? Two missed extra points. It just felt like you're handing it to them. This is, and especially in a year where you're sitting around and you're saying to yourself, you know, here's a path to eight wins. And here's the path to eight wins. You win this week and you just keep moving. Where it's a game at home, worst team in the league. They're going to have the first or second pick. We can just skip over that and we can go to, we can, we're, what are we going to do at New England, right? And you're going in and you're saying, okay, two wins going into the bye week with Washington and Seattle. Now it's one win, and now you got no momentum, and it just sucks. It just sucks, man. I don't know. I don't know what to say. It's just. Ugh. I was trying to. I was thinking about how to fix it, right? How to fix the Lions? How do we? How do we go into next year and fix it? I think it's clear. You have two draft picks in the first round. That first pick, you get Noel Sewell, the linebacker out of uh, Oregon. And the second pick, you pick out a, you pick a quarterback, DJ Ugalele. I don't know. That's my guy, but it just sucks, man. It just sucks. And you know what makes it worse? You know what makes it worse? Is that I had to watch it with my little cousin, who's a Seahawks fan. And you know what's crazy about him? You know what's crazy about him? He's 13 years old, right? And the most stressed out thing in his life is that sometimes the kids on the playground make fun of him because they didn't hand the ball off when he was six years old to Sean Lynch in the Super Bowl. They always make fun of him for that. He told me that this today. And I'm like, didn't you win a Super Bowl in your time? Didn't, haven't you seen them win a Super Bowl? He goes, well, yeah. And I'm like, just shut up. Just shut up for the rest of your life. Little 13-year-old kid, little 13-year-old snot, Geno Smith makes a nice throw, and he goes, oh, Geno Smith is him, which I'm learning is cool slang. Uh, Geno Smith is Hemi Neutron. I don't even know what that means. What does that mean? It, it just makes losing to the Seahawks worse, though. I'll tell you that much. And then this little snot, this little snot made me take a knee. It, we took a picture. He made me take a knee as Geno Smith was taking a knee to beat the Lions after they put 48 points on us in Detroit. Oh, my God. Just, uh, It's tough. It's just tough all around. It's just tough all around, and there's no hope. I, I'm the only hope that I have is that I think for the rest of the year, in order to win games, we have to score sixty points. That's the only hope we have. And I watched New England today against uh, Green Bay. That defense is still good. God, it just sucks. And it, you know. At the very beginning of the year, we were talking about where we're going to be at. You know, you do the schedule. You schedule them all out. This is a win. This was a win. We're 2-2 two and two going into we're two and two going into New England. Now we're 1-3. And, and we can't stop a nosebleed. We can't stop Geno Smith. We can't stop the run. Oh, my God. Whatever. Just sucks. Let's talk about All right. 
I gotta stop talking about the Lions. It just drives me crazy. Next week we're gonna be talking about uh, the Red Wings as the Red Wings start on the 14th, and the next podcast we're gonna do. I'm gonna do a little Red Wings preview. Talk about what my expectations are, who I like, what I like, uh, and where I see the Red Wings going. Uh, and then the week after that, we're going to talk about the Pistons because their start is on October 19th. And same thing, just prediction, talk about it, um, and see how we feel. See how I feel. I've, I've been watching ho- some Red Wings preseason hockey, and I'm liking the team so far. I really do. All right, but let's go to my favorite segment. Let's go to it. The reason why I wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning, 4.45 today, just to have the race be uh, postponed for an hour. Not that I still have beef with that, but it is the European minute in one, two. Oh, I did that. Why would I? Why did I do like that? Three, two, one. Now, all right. F one was in Singapore. Longest race of my life. Uh, a lot of fun. Checo Perez had probably one of the best drives of his whole entire career. It was great. What a great drive by Checo. He earned every single point today. But I think the driver of the day has to be Max Verstappen. Started from eighth after a weird qualifying, and then. Then is going up the pack, going up the pack, going up the pack, and then he just bottles it for no reason to pass Norris. And then he's in 13th place with, with like 20 minutes to go in the race. And then he's just like, yeah, no, I'm just going to get six points today. That's an unbelievable drive. All right. Then uh, Man City and Man U play today. Man U, you're coming in all hyped up. Uh, Man City, told you to sit down. Arsenal, uh, Tottenham, North London Derby. It's awesome seeing two teams play for second place in London, and I'm glad uh, Arsenal won uh, because Tottenham is going to be really good for a long time, and that has been your European minute. And I'm glad I didn't have to talk about Chelsea. I'm really glad. I'm really glad I didn't have to talk about Chelsea versus Crystal Palace. That makes me excited because uh, they they stunk. Okay, let's go to the NFL. Here's some games that I found that were interesting. All right, I think that I think that the Giants Bears game is very interesting because they both came into the game. Uh, I'm trying to find it here. They both came in the game two and one. Okay, and they both are in the exact same spot where if they would have won, they would have been three and one, and their fan base is like, "Whoa, whoa, we're still in this. We're still in this." And the losers like, "Yep, all right, that makes sense. We suck. We're still in the process, right?" Either team would have said that. Now the Giants are sitting there going, all right, bad division. Maybe we can figure this out. Now the Bears are like, all right, yeah, fair enough. We're still rebuilding. It's a very, I just find it very interesting, and it's definitely going to determine – it's going to have some – I think it's going to have a trickle-down effect for both franchises in the next coming years, honestly. I think there's going to be a butterfly effect from that game where the Giants are going to have a little bit overconfidence – and the Bears are going to decline a little bit, but I think they're going to rebuild, and I think they're going to be back in a couple of years. I think they have a lot of good pieces. I still believe in Justin Fields. I really do. 11 for 22 with 174 yards against the Giants. I still believe in them. Uh, they also didn't have Montgomery. It's fine. Steelers are in trouble. I mean, legit trouble. I mean, legit trouble. Trubisky throws two interceptions in four games, and all Steelers fans are like, Oh, get Kenny Pickett in, please. He comes in, throws three interceptions. In one game, he's really, he's really your guy, and you lose to the Jets at home, and you have Zach Hemi Neutron. That's what my cousin said. Grittying in your end zone. Uh, uh-uh, that's not my Steelers. And then uh, last game that I found the most interesting is the Broncos. Broncos are kind of funny when you think about it. All right, you trade 
the whole entire franchise for Russell Wilson. And this is your team to win the Super Bowl, right? That you've done it. This you're going all in on Russell Wilson and this team, right? And they're terrible. I mean, they're horrible. That offense is Iowa football bad. I mean, they're terrible. That's hilarious when you think about it. And then to give a rundown throughout the whole entire NFL, I made a bet at the very beginning of the year. I've talked about it a couple times on the podcast. I made a bet at the very beginning of the year uh, where I bet a parlay on each of the division winners. Okay, It's like plus 3,000 odds. right? It's crazy odds. And let's let's check in on it. Bills, still feeling pretty good. Ravens, I'm feeling very good. Titans, getting a little worried, but I'm feeling good, especially if Jonathan Taylor's out. Jacksonville Jaguars, it got exposed. I don't think they're the real deal. I don't think they're the team. Chiefs, obviously feeling good about that. Cowboys, boy, if Dak Prescott can come in next next week and he can win some games and improve the Cowboys, look out. The only problem is I think the Eagles are the real deal. I think this is where I lose the bet. I mean, I'm I'm through five divisions, and I'm only really worried about one, to be honest with you. NFC North, I got freaking Aaron Rodgers. Uh, NFC South, I got the Bucks. I think they looked bad tonight, but I think they're the best out of all that crap. And then the Cards. That, that's anybody's division. So out of that bet, the only one I'm a little bit worried about is the Cowboys. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. We got time. We got time. We got a long football season. I'm still feeling pretty good about my bet. Let me know what you think. All right, college football. My favorite sport. I love college football. I I love it. I really, I, I'm a little too obsessed. I'll admit. I'll admit. I counted on my hand the other day, on my hands, how many games I'm going to be at. It's like eight or nine. It's too many. It's too many, my wife says. But let's talk about my bets first because everybody, oh, Pierce, you're so cursed. Oh, Pierce, you suck. Uh, Winner, 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 loser, winner that made up for it, right? Because I bet Georgia minus 28 and a half, and then I saw it. I saw it with my eyes. I'm like, they're down 12 on the road. I still think they win. I'll bet them that covers my original bet, which means I negate my my, my previous bet. I evened it out, losers. So I went 3-0. and I went three units up, baby. Follow me. Follow me. Everything is all right. Uh, uh. Do it. I'm, I'm, I'm it. I'm it, baby. I'm hot. I'm hot. I didn't even have my land legs yet. I was in Maui last week. I didn't even have my land legs yet, and I still am winning bets, baby. Woo. Whew. Feels good. Feels good to be back. Let's talk about two things, two division races, uh, a conference race and a division race that are the most interesting. The Big Ten West and the Big 12. All right, let's start with the Big 12, though. All right? Right now, everybody, oh, Kansas. Kansas is so good. Kansas State's so good. They beat Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Look, as as Rico Bosco of Barstool Sports would say, it is the team who's going to win the Big 12 is going to have two losses. They're just going to kill each other. It is the most interesting conference race in the NCAA. And I still think I have a future on Oklahoma to win their their, their conference. I still have faith that Oklahoma can do that. I just, they have two conference losses, but they still have a path where they can just win out. Do you think TCU is going to win out? No. Do you think Oklahoma State is going to win out? No. Do you think Kansas State's going to win out? No. 
And do you think Kansas is going to win? No way. None of these teams are making the college football playoff. It's going to be electric every single week. Big 12 football is going to be can't-miss football every week. It's going to be awesome. I'm glad Kansas won 5-0. and I'm glad that they're 5-0. and But if you've watched them, if you watched them against Iowa State, not very pretty, but they still won. They're not winning the Big 12 this year. The only one outside of Oklahoma that I'm actually worried about from winning the Big 12 is Oklahoma State. Sanders is really good. Gundy's a good coach. I think he won a big game against Baylor this weekend. I if I had to redo my bet, I'd probably pick Oklahoma State. But I'm not I'm not not worried yet. Not worried yet. If if Oklahoma loses Texas, I'm dead. But I'm not worried just yet. Then the Big Ten West. Right now they have six teams, okay, who have all lost who are one and one, right? They're all tied. And who's gonna in in, in I have friends who are Illinois fans. I'm obviously a Husker. I have Purdue friends, Minnesota friends, Iowa friends. It's a all of them suck, and all of them could win, right? And they're all just going to be a sacrificial lamb for Ohio State. They're just going to win. Whoever gets there is going to be like a four win division winner, and they're just going to go to Indianapolis and lose by sixty. But guess what? I don't care as a Husker fan. I still want it. I still want the Huskers to make it to Indy. And out of the teams, here here's what I think. I, I broke down the schedule. I think Wisconsin has two losses. They're coming from behind. They just fired their coach, which I'll break, the, which I'll talk about here in a second. They got to go to Northwestern at Michigan State at Iowa and at Nebraska. I just don't think they. I I, I think they lose two more games, and I think that put. I think that eliminates them. Right. I think your favorite right now would have to be Purdue and Illinois. Purdue doesn't have any hard game. It doesn't have many hard. Their hard games are at Wisconsin and at Illinois, outside and at Indiana. Other than that, they get Nebraska, they get Iowa, they get Northwestern. They have the easiest path, right? Minnesota, they're hot. Everybody likes them a lot. But they got to go at Illinois, at Penn State, at Nebraska, and at Wisconsin. That's not easy either. I think the two teams that have the best odds and are positioned the best, Illinois and Purdue. I really think so. Which means Illinois at home against Purdue. I I would not put it past Illinois to make the Big Ten Championship. I've talked myself into it. I've talked myself into Illinois being the Big Ten Championship to be the sacrificial lame against Ohio State in the yellow book. But that's an interesting thing. And I think Iowa's out too, by the way. Uh, that offense is the worst offense I've ever seen in my life. It is horribly terrible. Um, so they're out, in my opinion. So it's very interesting. I think Purdue and Illinois, best odds. Uh, Nebraska, kind of a sleeper pick. It depends about what they do against Rutgers this week on Friday night. If they can survive the next couple weeks, I I would look out for them. I'll look out for them. Crazy. All right. Let's do my top four right now. Rankings for college football. Number one, I've got Alabama. They look so good at Arkansas. Even without Bryce Young, they're just top to bottom best team in the country. Number two, Georgia. They slipped up against Missouri. Didn't look good against Kansas State. Two bad weekends in a row. Race for concern a little bit. Just a little bit. Number three, Ohio State. Here they come. Right? Here comes Ohio State. Now they're going to start really, they're really going to start pumping it out. And number four, DJ Ugalele. And Clemson, my DJ, my DJ, future lion. 
Uh, they're coming in at number four. I think they're super strong. Big win against NC State. Big win at Wake Forest. It's looking like they have got a very clear path to the college football playoff. I I, I just think they're I think they're going to be undefeated at the end of the year, and I think it's a clear path for them to make it. Number five and six, I got USC and Michigan. I think that they're on another tier below Clemson right now. USC hasn't really played anybody. Michigan hasn't played anybody. Michigan didn't look good against Iowa, and USC really hasn't played anybody. They barely beat. They did look bad against Arizona State, and they looked bad against Fresno State. In Fresno State, they they beat Fresno State by a lot after the Fresno State quarterback got hurt for the rest of the year. And Arizona State, very unimpressive. Very unimpressive. Next week, uh, next fr- uh, next Saturday, i got to get my shirt. Hold on. I'm going down to Tucson. I'm going to see, you, see my boy, Bo Nix, right? My man's Bo Nix, who I'm single-handedly single-handedly going to get Bo Nix to New York for the Heisman Trophy. When he put six touchdowns on Arizona this weekend, and everybody's like, oh, look at that. look at Bo Nix's numbers. I want you to come to me first. I love Bo Nix. I'm going to have a t-shirt that says I love Bo Nix on it. I love Bo Nix. Look out, baby. Look out. Then finally with college football, Wisconsin just fired Paul Christ. He went 67-27. and 27. I'm a Huskers fan, right? I, I I went to Nebraska, diehard Husker, right? Paul Chris was 67 and 27. Bo Pelini was 66 and 26. Bo Pelini was fired out of nowhere. Everybody was mad. Some people were happy. Some people were mad. It's how it is right now in Wisconsin, right? And they're firing him so that they could hire a famous alum who's a hotshot head coach candidate in the future. Does that sound familiar to anybody in Husker land over there? Did they ever hire a famous alum to take their program to the next step? Hmm. It's a really bad idea, Wisconsin. Why are you? It just makes no sense. Yeah, oh, we're not winning national championships in Wisconsin. You're never going to. What are you doing? Risky, risky move. Risky, risky move for Wisconsin. All right, final thoughts. I had to talk about it, right? I have to talk about the fact that I was in Maui for my honeymoon last week, right? I got to talk about it. So I'm in Maui and I'm a huge I'm a huge college sports fan, right? And I tell my wife, I'm like, "Hey, um I think the Maui Invitational is somewhere in here. Let's go visit." And if you've never been, it's a very fascinating story and let me tell you how to do this correctly. Cuz I took a video and I was at the gym taking free throw shots. Very interesting. So you go, so my wife and I are driving up to go to snorkeling and I say, Hey, I just want to make a couple turns here. I look it up. It says it's at the civic court. All right. Lanaya civic center. Can we go visit? I go outside. It's a dump, right? It's a dump. It's just a YMCA. I go in, I tell the, I, I go up to the visitor center and I go, Hey, uh, and by the way, there's nobody there. And I go, Hey, you know, is this where the Maui Invitational is? And the lady goes, yeah, go up the stairs and uh, go through the back, go in the back door, and maybe the back door will be open. I go in there, open the door, no locks, nobody cares. All of a sudden, this beautiful Hawaiian lady comes in, goes, oh, hold on. She flips on all the lights, throws me a basketball, and says, have fun. We just keep this thing open all the time for anybody. And it is a shoebox. I mean, there. I don't know. How, I've seen... I've been to a hundred high school basketball gyms and I've 
I, and all of them are better than this one. And they have the biggest preseason basketball tournament there. Blew my mind. Blew my mind. And they keep and they keep all of the banners hung up. They keep all of them hung up. It was crazy. It was awesome. I'm glad I got to do it. But man, changed my perspective on the Maui Invitational. Just held in a little shoebox in nowhere Maui. All right. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Make sure you like, subscribe. If you've already subscribed, make sure you unsubscribe. And if you haven't liked it yet, like it now. Here, I'll pause. Thank you for liking and thank you for subscribing. And uh, I will see you next week. Go Detroit Sports. I think I think the Lions can figure it out. I've already convinced myself that the Lions can figure it out next week because we can score a lot of points and, and New England can't score a lot of points. Yeah, I've already convinced myself we're winning next week. Book it.